Hi, welcome back to Lessons I Learned in Law with me, Scott Brown. This is another episode of Inside the Agency, which is our mini-series that we've been uh, recording at Harriet Brown over the course of Series series 5. And the idea for this is to give you candidates and clients and, and people that interact with Harriet Brown a better understanding of the dark arts of recruitment and expel some of the, some of the myths that you might associate with, with legal recruitment and also to get to know the consultants and uh, talented team members that work work in the business at Harriet Brown. I'm joined today by, by Michi Nishikawa. Hi Michi. Hi. Hi, thanks for uh, thanks for taking part. How are you doing? Good, thank you. First time recording a podcast, so slightly nervous, but I'm sure you'll put my nerves at ease. I hope so, hope so. Try, try my best. So, uh, Mitchie's been with um, Harriet Brown um, since... Since wow, since lockdown, uh, lockdown days in 2020, Mitchie joined us joined us in the September September August in in 2020. So it's one of the one of the longer standing standing team members. And Mitchie focuses on recruiting lawyers into um, the fintech and payment space. Initially joined, she's she's based in Bristol. Initially joined us to focus on the regions, but has a real interest on on fintech and payments, and has um, adapted the the clients that she works with. So over the last couple of years has, uh, has has become an expert in that space so tell us a bit about your background Mitchy. tell if that's a starting point how, how did you get into recruitment sure so yeah I guess my journey into recruitment was pretty straightforward uh, in the sense that I went to university and I studied English literature and French at Durham Uni and I think it was mainly out of not ironically not knowing what I wanted out of a career uh, that made me delay kind of any applying to any opportunities like um, internships for what I thought was were professional jobs um, and in the interim decided to, to do recruitment as there was just a flurry of jobs being thrown at me in the recruitment sector and I thought this is what I'll do for now and then do my adult job later down the line. So that's how I find myself in recruitment. I went to one of those graduate affairs that was kind of like an apprentice style in the morning you come in and there's a group of 20 people and you do various kind of workshops and then by the end of the day they've culled everyone down to about four individuals who then get to interview for various agencies so that's how I found my job at a big recruitment agency that was kind of you know one of the largest staffing organizations in the world and I stayed there for about three three or four years recruiting lawyers um it was just happenstance to recruit lawyers and I've stuck with it ever since. And then about three years in, I decided to go on a big traveling break, uh, went across to Southeast Asia, Australia, New Zealand, had my kind of eat, pray, love moment. Decided at that point that um, I wanted to change a couple of things in my life. The first was getting out of London, finding a bit more green space to live in and um, experiencing another um, agency and culture and that's where I came to Harriet Brown and it's been two and a half years since. How are you going with finding the more green green pastures? Yeah I mean I now live in Bristol and um, when I first moved to Bristol it felt and I don't want to kind of disrespect any of listeners out there but felt very provincial compared to uh where I grew up in Birmingham and London it's just such a small scale but um you know it's been great getting access to 
the countryside easily and, and spend most of my weekends, you know, going for walks or, or camping outdoors. So, um, yeah, really benefiting from uh, a much greener space. What was the graduate fair like then at, that got you the job in, in recruitment? How did that work? It was actually god awful, to be honest. I think, um, I, it, yeah, it was. It just it was like a bunch of people in a room, and we had to do different sort of pitches. So I remember. I mean, this is. I mean, I don't want to kind of give away my age, but a long time ago now. Um, uh, so, but yeah. It, it, there was, I remember one of the pitches being an elevator pitch and we all had to kind of present our elevator pitch to a panel. And then throughout the day you had breaks and in those breaks people would be put in one room on or another and basically eliminated like an X Factor um, audition <laughs> until, and you know, by lunchtime you're kind of looking around the room quite paranoid about whether you're going to be cut or not. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I don't. I think I'd kind of gone into it as a just really not realizing that by the end of the day, there would be an opportunity to interview for a job and be given a job offer, um, essentially. But that's what it transpired to be, um, and um, yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Yeah, walking over dead bodies all day. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, there would not have been a singing round on that X Factor edition, or uh, Mitchie wouldn't have. Uh, Mitchie wouldn't have um, have made it through. I don't think um, based on based on karaoke. Wow. <laughs> It goes for all of us. Um, I think the only person that could could vouch to being a good singer in, a, in at Herrick Brown is Kevin Hunt. Kevin, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, the old the crooner. And tell us how how have things? You joined during lockdown um, in in twenty twenty. How how have things, or how have you felt things have have changed at Harriet Brown in your time? What have you what have you seen? Um, yeah, I mean, I think at Harriet Brown, it has. Um, I think has changed quite a lot since I joined. Um, I mean, initially joining anywhere during lockdown is quite a strange proposition because you're kind of, you know, I don't think I actually met people in person for, you know, a good part of a year. Um, and just kind of cultivating relationships over teams and um, online to then kind of translating that in person. It's not a big shift, but it's kind of uncanny when you see someone on teams and you've kind of, you've got to know them and then in person you meet them and, you know, their voice might be slightly different or they were shorter than you realised. And so that was a little bit of an adjustment. And then over the years, I think Harriet Brown has obviously gotten much bigger, you know, lots more personalities. And I, But I think at the core, the culture remains the same. And then obviously we've kind of implemented more processes and procedures to keep organised as the group grows. So there's more kind of formal frameworks put in place that I think at the beginning, it was a bit more, they say fair, if you like, but... Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's fair observations. Yeah, I just remember those um, like Christmas, Christmas virtual Christmas parties and uh, stuff like that that was enforced in twenty twenty. And yeah, I mean, I can't say. I mean, the Christmas party was it was it was when we did that gin drinking session at home, and I remember at the time I had a kind of interim period where I was living in Birmingham before moving to Bristol, and I was living at my mum's house and we'd been given like all of these gins in in the post and I remember doing that Christmas party over teams and then finding myself kind of strangely drunk in my mum's house <laughs> and then having nowhere to go to <laughs> <laughs> and I, 
and calling calling yeah, Ed to come calling, and pick you up. Yeah, my <laughs> then Bristol. new partner to, to, to pick me up. I think my mum was quite, yeah, she kind of just had no idea what I'd just joined because I think it was only relatively soon after I joined Herrick Brown that um, that party happened, so... <laughs> Good, good fun. Um, and what's um, so you focus on the the fintech and payment space? Tell um, what do what do you find that clients are looking for in the in that market? I think in the fintech and payment space, I mean, it's really wanting somebody who's going to keep up with the pace of businesses that tend to be fast growing and you know quite nascent in there. Um, legal frameworks and procedures so I know typically lawyers can can be quite risk averse and I think the candidates I'm looking for are really the opposite somebody who's excited by um, crisis management by risk management and not afraid of scrappy environments so personality is really key um, and also you know having some previous experience in a similar startup environment um, offers a lot of um, reassurance for for the clients I work with I think it's it, you know it's not impossible to get a fintech job if you haven't already had a job in, in a startup but it, if you don't have that experience then dem- demonstrating a greater commercial appetite for risk I think is is useful and then sort of observed quite a few of the bigger obviously larger larger banks setting up fintech and, and payment um, or blockchain and, and crypto divisions which which is quite an interesting development yeah I mean I think you know the banks are obviously wanting a, a piece of the fintech pie um, and I think it's a it's an interesting proposition from from a candidate's perspective as well, because you have the kind of you, you get to work on an innovative products and services, but you have the backing of a of a of a kind of institutional brand. So, um, you know that I think it can be the best of both worlds. But equally, you you might lose as well some of the autonomy and lack of red tape that you might get in a in a kind of independent business. So, so Mitty, what's your what's the lesson that you've learned from from working with lawyers? So I think one of the key lessons that I've learned is that um, everyone wants to work for like a Google, Amazon, Facebook, Meta, you know, I think, I wouldn't call it a trap, but a lot of people are quite enamored by working for a big brand. And what I'd say to those people is that it isn't all about the brand. And you may get, you may get great quality work at these firms, but equally, I think, um, you know, just because you don't know a brand doesn't mean that they're not worth looking into further because oftentimes you can get amazing quality work and better career development in the in a smaller in a smaller brand where you have a bigger impact. I mean, probably say that you could say the same for, for, for in my experience, working at Harriet Brown versus working at a bigger agency. Um, you know, there's pros and cons of both, but certainly I found that in terms of my own career development and the direction that I want to go and the autonomy that I've had has been, you know, kind of incomparable to the last, the last place I worked at. That's good to, good to hear. Good to hear. And outside of, outside of work, what, what are your interests? What, what do you, what are you, what's, what's happening in Bristol outside of, uh, outside of work time? So yeah, in my spare time, I am currently actually, um, really interested in user experience design and I'm and I'm I'm rolled onto a course um with uh Bath University. Um 
So thankfully, Scott has given me some uh, time to study outside of work to dedicate to learning this new area, this new field, because I think it's it's really exciting. And I'm also learning a bit of coding as well, uh, really basic like um, HTML and um, CSS. But yeah, it's a whole new wacky world that I wasn't really aware of before, but it's kind of one of those things once you start learning or um, learning about something, you can't you kind of notice it everywhere, and that's kind of happened at the moment. Yeah, it must be like eyes eyes open to it when you when you become aware to it. Oh well, yeah, new the new IT the new IT uh, person within within Harriet Brown, um, which you can get you can take that that burden on. <laughs> well, amazing. Um, well, thanks for uh, thanks thanks for sharing those uh, with us, Mitchy. It's uh, been good to good to hear more. Thanks. It's been nice to be on here. Great. That was Inside the Agency um, from Lessons I Learned in Law. If you've enjoyed that episode, um, why not subscribe? Head over to herriotbrown.com forward slash podcast where you can check out and meet a lot more people in the team at Harriet Brown and also hear from some of our amazing guests on Lessons I Learned in Law. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening. (laughs) 